0: Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Samuel chapter 4 from the World English Bible. When Saul's son heard that Abner was dead in Hebron, his hands became feeble, and all the Israelites were troubled. Saul's son had two men who were captains of raiding bands. The name of one was Baana, and the name of the other Rechab, the sons of Riman the Bearethite, of the children of Benjamin. For Beeroth also is considered a part of Benjamin, and the Beerothites fled to Gitaim and have lived as foreigners there until today. Now Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news came about Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel, and his nurse picked him up and fled. As she hurried to flee, he fell and became lame. His name was Mephibosheth. The sons of Ramon, the Beerothite, Rechab and Baana went and came at about the heat of the day to the house of Ishbosheth as he took his rest at noon. They came there into the middle of the house as though they would have fetched wheat, and they struck him in the body. And Rechab and Baana his brother escaped. Now, when they came into the house as he lay on his bed in his bedroom, they struck him, killed him beheaded him and took his head and went by the way of the Arabah all night. They brought the head of Ishbosheth to David, to Hebron, and said to the king, Behold the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul your enemy, who sought your life. Yahweh has avenged my lord the king today of Saul and of his offspring. David answered Rechab and Bana, his brother, the sons of Ramon the Berithite, and said to them, As Yahweh lives, who has redeemed my soul out of all adversity, when someone told me, Behold, Saul is dead, thinking that he brought good news, I seized him and killed him in Ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his news. How much more, when wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own house on his bed, should I not now require his blood from your hand and rid the earth of you? David commanded his young men, and they killed them, cut off their hands and their feet, and hanged them up beside the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in Abner's grave in Hebron. That is the end of chapter four. Well, that was a short, brutal chapter. The first thing I wanted to comment on was the phrase, until this day, that is mentioned in verse 3. Recall that this is an historical account, and it was written by someone who, when they wrote it, this was still the case. Next, in this chapter, we have Ba'ana, and I know his name sounds like Banana, but I was saying it the best I could, and his brother Rechab, who claimed to have done the work of God in killing Ishbosheth for David. I think this is an example of taking God's name in vain. They are acting like they are doing things according to God's holy ways, according to his direction, but their words are empty, they're vain, they're meaningless. Then David makes it clear again that he will not be influenced by people killing Saul's family for him. This first happened with the Amalekite claiming to have killed Saul um he didn't kill Joab but he makes it very clear he did not want Abner dead and now with Ishbosheth i found myself thinking that Ishbosheth could have done things differently he could have acknowledged david's anointing as king and supported him and this might have stopped wicked men from doing with wicked things but it might not have made a difference but that still i think would have been the right thing for him to do and he may have ended up in david's house and being honored and being friends of course, the example of Abner, who came to make peace with David, um, doesn't give us much hope for these men doing the right thing as Joab still snuck away and killed Abner behind David's back. Now, the sentence that Ba'ana and Rechab were given was the death penalty for slaying innocent blood, and they are made a public example I can sort of see people going by the pool there in the city and saying, what did these guys do? And then getting the whole story. And so word would get around that David did not want people avenging him on Saul's family. But of course, we already know a lot of David's story, and we know that he will give in to the temptation to use his position as king to murder an innocent man later. But that is all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.